Friday on her way to Cincinnati on a snow white Christmas Eve. Going home to see her mama and her daddy with the baby in the back seat. Fifty miles to go and she was running low on faith and gasoline. It'd been a long, hard year. She had a lot on her mind and she didn't pay attention. She was going away too fast. Before she knew it, she was spinning on a thin black sheet of glass. She saw both her lives flash before her eyes. She didn't even have time to cry. She was so scared. She threw her hands up in the Testament is from the book of 2 Timothy, chapter 2, verse 22. We'll go through chapter 3, verse 17. Running away is sometimes considered cowardly, but wise people realize that removing themselves physically from temptation often can be the most courageous action to take. 
Timothy, a young man, was warned to run from anything that produced evil thoughts. Do you have a, a recurring temptation that you find difficult to resist? Remove yourself physically from any situation that stimulates your desire to sin. Knowing when to run is as important in spiritual battle as knowing when and how to fight. We'll read about Paul's reference to the last days here today. It reveals his sense of urgency. The last days began after Jesus' resurrection when the Holy Spirit came upon the believers at Pentecost. The last days will continue until Christ's second coming. And this means that we are living in the last days right now. So we should make the most of the time that God has given us. In many parts of the world today, being a Christian is not especially difficult. People aren't jailed for reading the Bible or executed for preaching Christ. However, this kind of persecution is very real for many believers. Paul's descriptive list of behavior in the last days describes our society, even unfortunately, the behavior of many Christians. Check your life against Paul's list here. Don't give in to society's pressures. Don't settle for comfort without commitment. Stand up against evil by living as God would have his people live. All right, with that, let's begin our reading today here in the New Testament. October 24th, the New Testament, 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 22 through chapter 3 verse 17. Run from anything that stimulates youthful lusts. Instead, pursue righteous living, faithfulness, love and peace. Enjoy the companionship of those who call on the Lord with pure hearts. Again I say, don't get involved in foolish, ignorant arguments that only start fights. A servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but must be kind to everyone, be able to teach and be patient with difficult people. Gently instruct those who oppose the truth. Perhaps God will change those people's hearts and they will learn the truth. Then they will come to their senses and escape from the devil's trap. They have been held captive by him to do whatever he wants. You should know this, Timothy, that in the last days there will be very difficult times, for people will love only themselves and their money. They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents and ungrateful. They will consider nothing sacred. They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They will be cruel and hate what is good. They will betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride, and love pleasure rather than God. They will act religious, but they will reject the power that could make them godly. Stay away from people like that. They are the kind who work their way into people's homes and win the confidence of vulnerable women who are burdened with the guilt of sin and controlled by various desires. Such women are forever following new teachings. but they are never able to understand the truth these teachers oppose the truth just as janaz and jambres opposed moses they have depraved minds and a counterfeit faith but they won't get away with this for long some day everyone will recognize what fools they are just as with janaz and jambres but you timothy certainly know what i teach and how i live and what my purpose in life is you know my faith my patience my love and my endurance you know how much persecution and suffering i've endured you know all about how i was persecuted in antioch iconium and lystra but the lord rescued me from all of it 
Yes, and everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. But evil people and impostors will flourish. They will deceive others and will themselves be deceived. But you must remain faithful to the things you have been taught. You know they are true, for you know you can trust those who taught you. You have been taught the Holy Scriptures from childhood, and they have given you the wisdom to receive the salvation that comes by trusting in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip His people to do every good work. Psalm 94, verses 1 through 23. At times, we'll read here today, God must discipline us to help us. Now this is similar to a loving parent disciplining his child. The discipline is not very enjoyable to the child, but it is essential to teach him or her right from wrong. The Bible says that no discipline is enjoyable while it's happening. It's painful. But afterward, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. When you feel God's hand of correction, accept it as proof of His love. Realize that God is urging you to follow His paths instead of stubbornly going your own way. Psalm 94, verses 1-23 through 23. O Lord, the God of vengeance, O God of vengeance, let your glorious justice shine forth. Arise, O judge of the earth, give the proud what they deserve. How long, O Lord, how long will the wicked be allowed to gloat? How long will they speak with arrogance? How long will these evil people boast? They crush your people, Lord, hurting those you claim as your own. They kill widows and foreigners and murder orphans. The Lord isn't looking, they say. And besides, the God of Israel doesn't care. Think again, you fools. When will you finally catch on? Is he deaf, the one who made your ears? Is he blind, the one who formed your eyes? He punishes the nations. Won't he also punish you? He knows everything. Doesn't he also know what you are doing? The Lord knows people's thoughts. He knows they are worthless. Joyful are those you discipline, Lord, those you teach with your instructions. You give them relief from troubled times, until a pit is dug to capture the wicked. The Lord will not reject His people. He will not abandon His special possession. Judgment will again be founded on justice, and those with virtuous hearts will pursue it. Who will protect me from the wicked? Who will stand up for me against evildoers? Unless the Lord had helped me, I would soon have settled in the silence of the grave. I cried out, I am slipping, but your unfailing love, O Lord, supported me. When doubts fill my mind, your comfort gave me renewed hope and cheer. Can unjust leaders claim that God is on their side, leaders whose decrees permit injustice? They gang up against the righteous and condemn the innocent to death. But the Lord is my fortress. My God is the mighty rock where I hide." God will turn the sins of evil people back on them. He will destroy them for their sins. The Lord our God will destroy them. Proverbs 26, verses 6 through 8. Trusting a fool to convey a message is like cutting off one's feet or drinking poison. 
A proverb in the mouth of a fool is as useless as a paralyzed leg. Honoring a fool is as foolish as tying a stone to a slingshot.
Oh.